0: I'm Elliot Pollock and this is View from the Top. I'm with Lucien Boyer today. Um, He's the Chief Marketing Officer at Vivendi. Um, Hi Lucien, how are you? Hi Elliot,
1: I'm fine, thank you, and how are you?
0: I'm pretty good. Um, So you were previously uh, CEO at Havas um, Sports, global CEO, and have worked a lot of your career in sports, linked somehow to marketing. Um, the, the, what I'm going to do today is interview you in a long, short format. Um, and long and short usually refer to whether you've um, staked or bet your money on a stock's price going up or a stock's price going down. We're not talking about the financial markets today, but about the future of marketing and content. Um, so when I say a word, you can long it. You believe it will grow or you can short it if you don't think it's really the future and then explain a little bit why okay are you ready i'm ready um and you don't know any of the words in advance do you can no, you confirm I don't. that would be a big surprise <laughs> okay so number one selfie short Hmm. not many people have said short why do you say that
1: i hope it's going to Stop. <laughs> I think this is uh, I think this is very dangerous. I think that if the world keeps on being me, me, me and only me, it's going to collapse. So I would say I will not bet on promoting it and, and,
0: and, and trying to support that because I think it's I don't think it's the right thing. I hope you're right. Number two, millennials. Long. For at least a thousand years. <laughs> Well, millennial does mean a thousand, but if you look at the generation that's called millennials today, do you see that as sort of the driver of, um, the mar- the most marketed to generation ever poor people? Um, is, is that a key focus at Vivendi for you? Yes.
1: So When I meant a thousand years, I think they are going to build a civilization for the
0: next thousand years, that's what I meant. Oh my gosh, that's, a, that's more than a long. Yeah, 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 that's why <laughs> I
1: said long. Uh, no, I think there are, Different, they have uh, so much more in their in their hands when they were born than the generation before, right. and they reinvent the world with a different uh, point of view. And I think that this is really the generation we need to uh, to work for in any ways. So yes, they are they are driving uh, much faster. Uh, our society than than the generation before. Now, people who are 25 can can manage unicorns or, or companies that yeah. are worth two billion, three billion, fifteen billion for Snapchat, I think. And those guys are 25, like the people that are delighting yeah. with their with their proposition, with their uh, solutions. So, so they're here to take the world. So, you see, this as a very disruptive generation. I think they are very responsible. I think they can be very mature in the way they uh, control their destiny, and I think they are uh, in power. Uh, on the other side, they are very impulsive. They are on the moment, so they don't have so much uh, background, or they don't take the time to learn. So it's also there is a tension there about they hyper power and the lack of uh, experience in somehow. So I think we need to also guide them and, and make sure that they do the right thing, learning from the past as well. Right,
0: okay. Um, number three, Uber. Long. I think this is uh, uh,
1: the... and that is uh, linked with the millennials. I mean this is a generation of sharing a generation that wants things easy, who doesn't want to, be lo- to, to own anything material, but they want to have access, they would always privilege the service to the ownership, and they want it immediately, they want it simple, and, and they are ready to uh, be entrepreneurs uh, on their own rights and not work for a company or, the, and Uber is all of that, so it's, I think, uh,
0: just a, a genius uh, a concept. So, do you think, as a that community sharing brands or whatever you may wish to call them, um, will see more brands like that appear, and that they may disrupt the current large brand models? Well, I hope that some brands will disrupt themselves
1: yes. adopting this model. Mm. But I think the model fits the consumer. So. It has to be a driver for evolution. Yeah. Uh, and they won't, for, from, for me, there won't be the Uber on one side and the Old World on the other one. Uh, you can see uh, in the uh, hotel business with Airbnb, which is yep. another Uber, yeah. you can see the hotel business adapting to the Airbnb, not pretending they are something different. They try to bring added value and to explain what, what they bring on top of what Airbnb is doing. But there's more than that, try to... Deliver the same kind of services because that fits better the new generation So uber the uberization of the world is really something that I believe is going to happen, right? for emotion long, the emotional uh, Impact is is driving more and more people's decision. I think that the passion that people have for things is what drive their uh, priorities in life Uh, the rational is needed but the decisions are made on emotions more than anything else it's also linked with the fact that people connect to each other uh, more and more and the social relationship
0: are based on emotional relationship more than rational relationship but some people say that, sorry to interrupt, some people say that the emotional relationships are more superficial because the way people connect is, is not as deep emotionally, it might not be in person all the time, but that's not what you're saying exactly. No, I don't think so. I think that brands need, and if
1: we, if we talk yeah. about marketing, brands need to get into the emotion space. I think that the QE, the coefficient of emotion, would be more and more important than the IQ, the intelligent coefficient. I think there is something there which is changing. Because people want, and, but the point is, when it is about emotion, you can hate or love. Mm-hmm. So it means that it is sensitive. Doesn't mean that everybody will love everybody. It will be uh, very uh, uh, polarized. It will polarized. polarize. Yeah. And and I think that that's where emotion play a role. If you are not loved, if you are not appreciated, you're going to disappear. Mm-hmm. So uh, and it's critical. You can't just be. It, it, it can't be neutral. It's, it's Rational was very much neutral. I have no emotion. I want this product, I'll buy it because I need it. It's utility. Yeah. This is the end of branding. This is the end of brand. This is just commoditization of, of the consumption. When the consumption is linked with brand, then it means preference. It means, yes, brand love. And that's emotion.
0: And that's very linked to what you do at Vivendi, isn't it? Because the artists that you produce and the content and the the entertainment is is all about human emotion, isn't it? This is
1: at the core of what we produce and this is exactly what I've preached and done for 20 years at Hava Sports and Entertainment because our motto was fans, passions, brands and the idea was to connect brands with people through the passion they have because this is a sweet spot. This is where people are ready to spare their money even in the crisis time. And actually, Mm -hmm. we have not seen a drop in, uh, let's say, football attendance or subscription in cable TV or things like that during the crisis, the credit crunch, or any time. People were holding on something that at least was a little bit of blue sky in the very, very uh, gloomy days. And this is why. uh, passion is so important, so the industry of entertainment is um, thriving because of the need of people for, for that in their life, mm. because people don't really always have joy, I mean it's difficult, the, the world in, the, in which we live is difficult, so the moment you really have what you like is a privileged moment and people really
0: focus on that. Number five, control. Uh, short. It's, everything is out of control
1: <laughs> and people are I mean individuals are empowered so you can't predict what they are going to do with this power and on the other side I think that brand and, and, and institutions should learn to uh, uh, to let it go to to accept not to control before it was control and common now it's more and more uh, uh, connect and collaborate and when you start collaborating by definition, you, you don't control your destiny, you, you rely on a third party that is going to provide something that you don't know, which will bring
0: added value to, to the conversation. But, and connection. But language. isn't this a big challenge for brands that traditionally look for quite a high level of control over their brand? It's a very big cultural
1: shift, and they absolutely need to embrace that if they don't want to die in a good health like... I want my brand to be like that, but the problem is that nobody's interested anymore. So if the brand stretch its uh, way of being and, and, and change a little bit what was like the, 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 the rules and, 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 and accept people to reinvent the brand by themselves, let it go, lose control, but at least gain the, um, uh, the affection or the interest of people. And I well, think it's, yeah. it's,
0: it can't be together. That, that I'm sure I know the answer to the next word co creation. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yes, this is exactly the answer. And I think that millennials
1: being empowered and being savvy and being able to really do things and make things and, 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 and real things, and brands accepting to invite them and lose the control, uh, the tight control, but be open to collaboration means it will. It will open the, 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 the era of collaboration and, and co-creation.
0: But, the, but that co-creation and collaboration still needs to be done within a certain framework
1: yes. or a platform. Yes. Or so that's not control, that's curation. It's, yes. It's very different. And that's exactly what I said about millennials before. For me, it's about giving guidelines, giving, um, let's say, direction of travel more than anything else. Uh, you, you need to give people a way to navigate. But then you should let them navigate. And, that's, and I think it's very important to, to give guidance. Not guidelines. More guidance than guidelines.
0: Number seven, cultural difference or local difference? Well, long. I think this is also because people are able to produce things
1: uh, with quality anywhere. Anybody can use an, uh, a smartphone to shoot quite a good quality movie uh, at, at, a, at a fraction of the cost a drone can help to do something just amazing that before will request the budget of Apocalypse Now with helicopters and things like that. So all of those uh, easy to use uh, technology uh, uh, invention is really helping people to do that from where they are. And so they don't need to uh, all go to Hollywood and have one single point of view every point of view is going to be uh, uh, relevant and the sharing of it, the way that a very small video from Thailand can be shared by everyone and be, uh, let's say, the, 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 the hot topic in the US, in Canada, in Russia, the same day, shows that it will be really more and more uh, a diversity that will uh, drive the world. And we can see that in music, it's quite interesting. Uh, The Universal Music Group is holding a 42% market share globally in the industry of music, which is massive. But that doesn't come only from the global uh, iconic uh, band or or superstar we have. It comes from so many artists. We we neutral 4,500 artists around the world. And the local music share is bigger than the global music share. Over 50% local. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it means that to be relevant for people, uh, you need to be Portuguese in Portugal, French in France, and Italian in Italy with the song, with the pop culture. There will be global acts that will travel, but it will be a combination. And it will never be only one single culture that will... Uh, kill the rest. So diversity is really something that... Yeah, you so
0: less see. of a dominance, let's say, of Western or Hollywood culture, and um, you, you see a fluidity between local and global, and I guess there are some artists you wish to promote at a global scale, but who come from Portugal or wherever or they may Africa, come from.
1: Africa, yeah. or Latin America, and uh, Shakira is from Colombia. I mean, you can see a lot of those artists that are now... Stroma is an amazing uh, artist coming from Rwanda, having been... Uh, Bred in uh, Belgium and right. and singing in French and being quite a good success in the U.S. He 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 was he, he, he was, uh, uh, he was uh, I think two days in
0: the Madison Square Garden full hmm. singing only in, France, in well, French. Well, well, that's I'm curious. Is, is language a barrier? I remember very old. Um, um, thing that I saw at the movies, it was Maurice Chevalier speaking in English and gaining an English speaking market. But today is it a barrier? Well, well, I am French, so you need to speak
1: English if you want to really... uh, Have a wide audience? Be global. Yeah. I I think that English is the global language, it's the universal language, nobody can deny that. But it doesn't mean that you can't really have success with other languages and other culture, it's, 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 not, it's not just everything is uh, unified. I think that it's, it's more diverse than that. But we can't deny that
0: English is the passport for the global scale still. You, were, you said you were talking about polarization earlier when we spoke about emotion. So this word is um, maybe relevant, Trump. Short. What else can I say? I guess the, what, what um, I find interesting is not from a political point of view, um, but from a marketing point of view. Yeah. And if the way that Trump has marketed himself, which is not traditional, he spent very little on television advertising compared to his, um, uh, the people he's competing against and still um, has had much higher results. So, is that relevant to marketing?
1: Yes. So my point was more him. But if you think about the phenomenon, I mean, the analysis of his marketing model, let's put it mm. that way, that could be more long because he's, 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 I think he's reaching out to people the way they they are and not with a kind of a foreign language that is called politics because he speaks to people the way they speak among themselves. Yeah, yeah, and, they say fourth
0: grade language. The,
1: the authenticity, yeah. Mm. And this authenticity is authentic. Uh, he is the way he is, but he's authentic. And mm. people would definitely prefer somebody who is not uh, traditional, even if he's polarizing, polarizing as well. Yeah. In many, many, many topics, every topic almost. But they prefer authenticity. That's a problem for the rest of the world who is pretending, yeah. who is making up things who believe that people won't understand, so they try to explain things like if they were children. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take them like this, it takes them at their level. The problem is that it's not elevating much as well. So
0: that's but, an but understatement. The take, but the
1: marketing, yes. the marketing concept is relevant.
0: Right, okay. Um, number nine, newsroom.
1: Long. I think that it's a way for brands to uh, uh, understand the real-time concept, which is so critical. Because all of those technologies that we now have in hands, and it's, it's part of us, I mean a, a smartphone is uh, a prolongation of people's personality, it's, it's, it's almost organic, it's going to be maybe sometime soon part of your body means that it's anytime, anywhere. So you can't say now I'm closed, I'm going to tell you what I think in three days from now. You need to be uh, absolutely real time and the only way for brands to do that is to bring people together and manage information on the go uh, and be able to organize yourself to really get it. Uh, it was quite interesting. Uh, mm. uh, there was a keynote of my friend Emmanuel Sergé who is a guy at coke for advertising mm-hmm. and he was saying that they, they, um, they, they had an interesting uh, a relationship with Lady Gaga because she posted a tweet uh, on herself with a bottle of coke and they tried to react and 14 hours later they came back with a beautiful uh, art uh, tweet where they used three bottles of coke with her Uh, stage live uh, costume uh, made by Jean-Paul Gaultier. So it was like Mm. stylish uh, silhouettes of Coke. But it was 14 hours later. And it was retweeted maybe uh, 800 times. So for a brand like Coke, it was like nothing. Because in the meantime, she has tweeted and posted like 10 other things. So people forgot. What is the solution to that? The solution is what they've done, which is a newsroom. So now they have a team of creative, Uh, Legal, everyone that needs to clear a message out of a big company like Coke in 14 minutes so The next iteration of that was Not that great um, creative a little bit less Mm, creative, mm. but very efficient and uh, It was it was another uh, uh, another um, occasion, but he mentioned the fact that okay the um, It was around around the Grammys, and I think that they use a Golden Coke as a Grammy, something like that. So it was not an amazing creative, but it was done in 14 minutes. And it was out there, and then it gained maximum uh, reach because it was fast. So basically it means that speed is one of the key factors of success
0: today, where before excellence was more important than speed. Yeah, the lawyers have never worked so quickly in their lives, I assume. That's the point. Um, And for the last word, I'd like to reverse it. Is there a word that you would have liked me to ask you that I didn't, that you think um, is is important to you? I think it's engagement. Engagement? Because this is uh, a more
1: authentic relationship that is built with people or between different parties which is not just exposure, which is not just about eyeballs and and display, but it's really about do you create something that people are going to be committed to because it's interesting, because they have weighed the interest and they have felt the uh, emotion. And if the answer is yes, I am interested, then it's going to be for the long run. And in a way that will make a difference between whatever they engage with and the rest of the world. And it's going to be theirs, it's going to be their community, it's going
0: to be part of their own world, it's going to be important. A a few days ago you were saying, earlier, you were speaking at the Cannes Lions Festival, um, in a part of the festival that's dedicated to entertainment, I think, which is still Only the start, I guess, but um, it looks like that's something that's going to grow a lot because brands will want to be associated to more emotion and engagement um, of the real kind that artists can provide.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think this is... And, you know, when you think about why people uh, watch media in general or consume media, it's because they like the content that is there. And they are not watching media to be interrupted by commercial break, that break the flow, basically, even the world is crazy. Mm. And actually, for me, it's not new because I I started my uh, previous company from the advertising world back in 1990, after having realized that we did great commercial, but that was breaking the flow of people engagement with what they really like, which is either sports or movies, TV series or entertainment shows. So now, if brands can really understand how they can be welcome in this content, and how they can really play a role, uh, which is accepted, so the authenticity is very in the right way, in the, in the right way, way, which means that they need to understand how it works, mm. and respect the rules, and on the other side, bring something, and not just trying to piggyback something, but really enhance the experience, enhance the content, enhance the story, which is possible. Because brands are part of our pop culture. They can provide something that we like. It's not just trying to uh, you know, push something that people don't, don't like. If it was the case, they would die quite quickly. Yeah. Some will die quicker than others. Actually, there is one number I can quote just to finish. is 74% of brands won't be uh, missed if they were to disappear. And only 24% of them are going to be considered as something important in people's life. For the rest, it's just commodity. They don't care about what brand they like the product or they need the product, but they have no affinity with the brand. So it's just a handful of them who understand that they absolutely need to have a way to communicate with people which is meaningful and makes And and if the purpose of the communication align with what people are looking for, in this world of emotion, entertainment, engagement, then there is a way to, uh, to be um, identified, to be uh, really considered as a preferred brand and a partner. And a brand becomes a partner. It's not just a, a supplier or a, you know, a, a neutral uh, part of your life. It's some part that you are really caring for.
0: Yeah, so my takeaway is that for brands that, um, for the international brand decision makers listening to us today on this podcast, if they want to be part of that 24% or hopefully expanding 24%, Lucien is a good person to go to and have a conversation with. We could definitely have a chat on that and see how our amazing
1: Vivendi assets from Canal Blues Group, Universal Music Group, Daily Motion, and all our live business, now Game Love. The gaming that we just uh, right. integrated in our group yesterday, uh, all of that creates a lot of uh, content that people are completely uh, um, attracted with and which is basically part of their of their daily life it's It's the, uh, the entertainment journey of every one of us. We'll cross paths of all of our act artists, talents, mm. uh, content, many times uh, in a day. And we can uh, welcome brands to participate in this uh, journey and be integrated in the, in, the, in the fabric of the entertainment. So that's interesting. And we're, interesting, we're interested in the way brands can help us to uh, bring added value to this content. So
0: it's, it's really collaboration in entertainment. Fantastic. Well fascinating conversation for <laughs> me, Luciana. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.